Welcome to the Living with Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have Long Covid. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with Long Covid, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I am not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I intend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts. And I hope you can join me. Okay, so today's podcast... um, is entitled to exercise or not that is the question so today um i thought it would be good to just talk a little bit around long covid and exercise um as there does seem to be some conflict around the subject um i've read quite a bit of information from different sources that advises you to exercise building up gradually and then you've got um, the element of no you need to push through Um, and then I've read information which opposes this completely um, and states categorically that you should never try to push through with exercise when you have long COVID because you will um, crash and possibly relapse. So what is the right answer? Um, We do all know the physical benefits of exercise and the positive influence that this has on your mental health. So why is it a problem for those of us with long COVID um, to exercise really? As I always say, um, I I don't have all the answers here. I'm, I'm learning myself. Um, again and believe me I have got this wrong so many times so far before I go on I would just like to state as well that everybody is different um, with different symptoms although we do have similarities at times we do have different levels of fitness we've got other underlying health conditions potentially so anyone even thinking of exercising should always speak to their doctor or long COVID clinic first Um, if you are lucky enough that is to have access to a long COVID clinic Um, but if not do speak to a healthcare professional Um, you know I'm talking about a personal reflection of what I've experienced you may have experienced the same but again we would still have differences um, in as I said um, abilities etc so okay so where have I gone wrong well prior to contracting COVID um, which obviously led me down the um, long COVID journey I I loved working out I think I have mentioned that before I got to a stage where I was doing up to 12 gym classes a week uh, getting out in the fresh air walking for miles Um, I have done some running in the past but I'm not going to lie to you Um, that is it's it's not my area um, of exercise that I enjoy but I did um, complete a 10k with a really good friend once uh, which was uh, it was an amazing experience Um, but I'm sure my friend would tell you as well I'm I'm by no means a natural runner anyway one of my priorities following um, 
obviously the acute stage of COVID back in May 2020 was to try building myself up and building my ability to exercise back up. Obviously, I now know um, that this was more of a challenge than I expected anyway. Um, But I thought, slowly does it really? And that, you know, at that point, which was around August 2020, I I did have some input from a respiratory physio and and part of that process and treatment um, was that she was guiding me to to build up with exercise, which I think at that point um, was what the initial treatment process was thought to be, that that would be the best benefit. I believe the program that she was using was based on post-viral fatigue syndrome because obviously at that point it was unknown and you know as I said previously I think the thought thought process was that you know powering through and building up would um would be would be helpful and would would see us us through to the other end uh we obviously know now that not to be the case I'll just I'll just state that now but so I had an exercise regime um, at that point and, and the idea was that I would increase my ability to repeat the exercises that I'd been given i.e. quite gentle things really um, like um, doing a lap of my garden I don't have a huge garden I certainly don't live in a mansion so you know we're, we're talking just a small circle really um, things like from sitting to standing do that five times before my saturation levels would drop and this would be monitored while I was doing it and and so on with the 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 different gentle exercises and the idea was that I would gradually build up um and that I would be able to exert myself so from say five minutes a day of these particular exercises to 10 minutes to 20 etc you get the idea um and I think the optimum was to reach 30 minutes if I remember correctly um and I don't always trust my memory these days um so I I was building up gradually but my saturations kept dropping which that might be something familiar to, to some some of you guys that maybe did have this same plan given to them or similar um, I would find that I would get absolutely ice cold to the touch every time I exercised any exertion at all really um, I would go really cold and I would feel that internally so physically to touch I was like ice but I also felt it on the inside um, like I was just made like a block of ice really I also felt extremely wiped out but not always on that particular day. It could be a few days later um, that it really hit me. So I didn't link it all up at the time. Um, I just continued on really. Um, So anyway, I think that I'm doing brilliant at this point. The physio's pleased with my progress. Um, I could exercise at this particular point to about 25 minutes per day so obviously the physio discharged me to continue building myself up and you know obviously she's under the impression that everything's fabulous Um, and I won't lie I had a period of time where I really thought I was coming out the other end uh, that I could exercise I did feel better in myself I've always found exercise really does support my mental health I know that that 
is something that's well documented but on a personal element I do feel like it I get great benefit from that. Um, lots of physio- physiological benefits for me um, as well, uh, previous to, to, to COVID even. So um, I felt like it improved my gut motility, my metabolism. Um, and as I said, that, that sort of that mental health, which is, is really helpful. So, um, so at this particular point, I felt better in myself, tired, <laughs> tired, uh, but much better than I had done as in you know, not being able to particularly move. So was this a glimmer of hope? Unfortunately not. I think you all was probably expecting that answer. Um, All of a sudden, one day, I just felt like my world came crashing down again. I felt terrible, like I couldn't move. My body hurt from head to toe. I developed COVID toes. Um, Anybody that that doesn't know what COVID toes are. It's like chillblains on your feet. They're very difficult to walk on in in any case. Um, really, really sore. Um, I'd never experienced anything like that before. Um, my toes were very discolored and sore, and I did get breaks in the skin, etc. It was it was it was awful. My head hurt all of the time. Uh, the weight was just falling off me um, and my words were, were then becoming much more muddled and I couldn't think straight um, the voice distortion so I had periodically had these voice distortions that in the podcasts you guys have probably picked up on and you'll probably hear different levels with my tone of voice etc um, but I I hadn't it hadn't been to a debilitating level should we say just sort of periodically but I at this point had full-blown voice loss I hardly had any audibility um and I just didn't know what was going on you know why was I going back to square one and I remember saying to my to my husband you know in a, a really sort of dark time um that Covid didn't kill me then, but it felt like I felt so poorly that it, it maybe was now. And obviously, it was the unknown. So I hadn't heard of anybody within that long Covid process, um, you know, losing their life. And but I was unsure if that could be the case uh, at that particular point. So I was really, really scared. Okay, so what I uh, now know and what probably many of us, um, well, I'm sure all of us have have learned as we've gone along is that what I was experiencing was my first ever relapse. I'd pushed myself too hard. I ignored what my body was trying to tell me. Um, It was saying, slow down, come on, take one day at a time. Um, uh, but I didn't listen I tried to power power through and I am ashamed to say this actually but it was the first time I did this but it wouldn't be the last Um, I I will say I am learning so much more now but you know for whatever reason is probably part of my personality Um, 
and and the my makeup and the fact that I've always been a very active you know doing type of person that I just kept trying to power through this you know um so I continue to appreciate the importance of exercise uh, for me in my life it is really important but I do understand now that pushing uh, causes crashing and relapse and it's not productive and will not help y- y- you, well me, uh, live well with long COVID. So I, I I look over, like I said, you know, current guidance and research, etc. I do tend to look a lot at the NHS advice and um, being a healthcare professional myself, I I can appreciate the sources that that information comes from. Um, and, you know, the NHS does have the COVID recovery um, information that might be helpful if people haven't had a look at that. I do think it is a personal element of recovery. You know, we've got to consider what is your ability? Uh, what exercise will work for you? How often can you do the exercise? And I think the three Ps is, you know, a really important part of that factor. And of course, I believe that the unofficial fourth P is paramount. That's not the P. <laughs> so p- pace, plan, prioritize, and with that magical fourth P, positivity. Um, I try and give myself some daily encouragement. So that means that if I can put some exercise into that day, excellent. But if I can't, I still am using those four P's, keeping that positivity in, but also pace planning and prioritizing and understanding me and my own body and giving myself that self-care and a break that that is okay. That is the best thing to do. So from an NHS advice perspective, um, that is available on the, on via Google um, fatigue and exercise needs to be carefully considered and phased in to prevent post-exertion malaise and symptom relapse and I have been diagnosed with, with PEM um, and you know the more I understand those things the more I feel like I can be effective with the self-care element of long COVID um, so we're, we're, we are all learning though um, and we're learning um, from overdoing things, unfortunately, um, and how that from a fatigue perspective, how you know we don't always know that we've overdone it that particular day, that it can be felt days afterwards, um, and that is where the advice around pacing comes in because although that will be unique to each person. I'm finding myself that this is trial and error for me um, and I'm not still always good at recognising my limit until I um, feel feel cold actually is really one of those symptoms that I think oh hang on a minute you are you're pushing it because you, you know you feel like ice so um, that is something that I recognise in me but piercing I am finding is really helping in my whole life. So this is not just about exercise, that is about a whole days, you know, and everything that you do within it. So I am indeed a work in progress, as I said, and I'm sure we all feel like that. We're adjusting to life with a difference and there's lots of angles and elements to that. So exercise is just one part of, of, of that particular 
um, journey. So currently, um, I'm not sure if you guys have picked up on it um, in, in some of my last podcasts, but I am, I am having a, a, a relapse um, at the moment. It has gradually come on. I would probably say, and this is speaking to my husband because I don't always um, recognize everything um, as it goes along because I'm experiencing symptoms all the time. They can feel a bit blended at times, but probably gradually since January this year, um, I finally crashed about five to six weeks ago. And, you know, I had to stop, I've had to stop everything completely. Um, I got an ear, ear infection, a chest infection on top of this. And then, unfortunately, um, for the second time, almost two years later, I then got um, acute COVID, um, which, you know, obviously things have changed within the government guidelines, etc. So that's been brought back into my home because, you know, this is where I've been for for quite some time um, trying to rest and reset if you like so I'm in the process of trying to um, rehab myself to get into a back into a better position and better quality of, of life uh, for myself um, I'll keep sharing this part of my journey with you guys over the next few podcasts as well um, you know, part of this journey will be exercise because as I said, it is important for me in my life, but I do, I haven't been doing that at all. I haven't been able to do any exercise. I haven't even been able to take walks until um, a couple of days ago when I took my first short walk. Um, And again, I felt, um, I felt very tired afterwards. So I've left that a few days. I am implementing yoga back into my life gradually, or should I say I will be. High impact exercise that I used to do is just completely off the table for now. It's not something I can do, but I take that positive angle of if I can even go for a short walk or if I can do some yoga, even if that is once, twice a week, you know, a a minimal for me, then, you know, that is, that is great. Um, that is some progress but now I have the angle of understanding when I'm about to crash um, or when I'm pushing myself too far should I say I don't really want to reach the level of crash so I've got those tools in my toolkit to try and avoid I feel like I maybe I'm in a bit of a better position but I will see because this is a journey Um, so you know I I, I haven't got back to what I was able to do two years ago. I've actually maybe taken a few steps back, you might say, but I know that it is possible because I did reach a point um, at one point when I got back to doing some higher impact exercise and I could reach around 30 minutes um, with a, a lovely online trainer trainer called Sophie. Um, but, you know, again, I will be aiming to get back to that point. It's just not a rush because for now I'm listening to um, my body. I'm learning from my mistakes and I'm looking at 
any guidance and information that's available and I feel really positive that I will be able to pace myself effectively to exercise once more. So everybody's journey is their own as I said please only exercise based on what your healthcare provider um, advises you Um, and you know again we've got to have that self-care and not feel um, guilty as a word or you know like we're never going to be able to do any exercise again this is a process you know okay so on the next podcast I'm going to talk about the importance of the unofficial fourth P positivity and how changing my mindset and implementing positivity even on my darkest days has helped with my mental health health even I hope you will be able to join me and as always please reach out with any comments or ideas you can dm me at julie taylor 9545 on instagram and you can feel 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 free to follow me there too if you are finding the podcast useful it would be really great as well if you could share them so that I can reach as many people as possible if you do have the energy to leave a review that would be fantastic it really does help um, the podcast reach more people um, on the platforms I thank you all for listening and as always please do take care